2: The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live.
3: Chase Elliott comes up off of turn number four. We look to the flag stand. Joey Acock puts the white flag in the air. Last time around the Monster Mile for Chase Elliott.
5: Elliott goes to the bottom of the racetrack. The lap machine of Tyler Reddick is ahead. He'll move underneath him. That'll probably be the last pass of the day. Here he comes into turn three. Chase Elliott heading for the checkers
0: for the final time into four. Martin Truex Jr. around on the back straightaway as Chase Elliott rockets up out of turn number four and will win at Dover. Chase Elliott is a two-time winner at the Monster Mile, taking the Duramax Dryden 400. Chase Elliott, Alan Gustafson, and the Napa Number 9 team have done it in a muscle flex for Hendrick Motorsports that gives them their 22nd win at Dover International Speedway.
2: NASCAR Live is brought to you by Lou Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of NASCAR. It works fast, and you won't stink. And by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. From the MRN studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Kyle Rickey.
6: Welcome into another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Kyle Rickey in for Mike Bagley this week after the extended race weekend at the Monster Mile in Dover, Delaware. It's going to be a busy hour as we recap everything that happened at Dover Motor Speedway over the weekend and preview a busy race weekend coming up in Darlington. NASCAR Hall of Famer Mark Martin sits down with Dave Moody for a wide-ranging conversation. We get you ready for throwback weekend with a look at all of the special paint schemes. And while it is throwback weekend... The younger generation has been dominating Victory Lane as of late. We take a closer look at those stats. We also hear from what the drivers are expecting at the track Too Tough to Tame and much more. But first, Chris Wilner is here with the latest headlines in NASCAR Nation. Chris?
7: Well, Kyle, we heard from Kyle Busch last week about his contract situation at Joe Gibbs Racing. And this weekend, we learned that another one of JGR's Cup Series drivers may not be back in 2023. Fox Sports reports that Martin Truex Jr. is undecided about returning to full-time racing following this year. The former Cup Series champion says he will take as much time as possible to make the decision. Truex was a winner last year at Darlington, and that's where the sport heads this weekend with some interesting names doing double duty. Chase Elliott will make his first Xfinity start of the season in Saturday's NASCAR Xfinity Series race, piloting the Junior Motorsports number 88 car, Tyler Reddick will also be suiting up on Saturday, driving the 48 car for Scott Borchetta's Big Machine Racing. And on Friday night, Ross Chastain will also be getting some extra track time, making a start for his former team in East Motorsports. Finally, a legend will be throwing the green flag for Sunday's Goodyear 400. Darlington Raceway is named seven-time series champion Richard Petty as the honorary starter for Sunday's NASCAR Cup Series race. And you'll hear all three races of this triple-header throwback weekend at Darlington Right here on the Motor Racing Network. Kyle?
6: All right, thank you very much, Chris. Coming up, Mark Martin joins the show.
1: Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper to bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.
2: This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Kyle Rickey.
6: Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Mark Martin was a model of consistency for his entire career. Legendary driver is a NASCAR Hall of Famer and widely considered as the best driver to never win a Cup Series championship. Mark was revered by his peers, and the same can be said about the new generation, as evidenced by all the throwback schemes honoring him this weekend. Our Dave Moody had a chance to catch up with Mark to discuss this coming weekend and where the sport is headed.
5: Throwback weekend, Darlington Raceway, one of our best, most enjoyable weekends of the year, especially we can, when we can uh, bring old friends like Mark Martin out to the racetrack and get a chance to, to go face-to-face a little bit, which I understand will be the case this weekend, yes?
8: Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to getting out to the racetrack and seeing all uh, all my old buddies and uh, all the fans, and uh, it's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, this throwback weekend is race you know it's just it's just fantastic it's so good to see some of the uh the really legends of the sport um you know get out and and get some respect uh and recognition it's fun
5: i don't think getting respect and recognition has been too much of a problem for you but let's talk a little bit about the fact that uh when you arrive at darlington there are going to be some familiar looking race cars hanging around a lot of respect being shown to you by a lot of people putting your old paint schemes on race cars
8: yeah it's uh it's very flattering and it's uh it's pretty unbelievable really uh it's you know i had not planned on on going, but as the uh the the unveiling of the paint jobs came around and one right after another i thought man i've just i've got to go and and show my respect for these guys that um it's just it's it's pretty incredible of of course the six car um you know and and what they're doing is not as big a shocker as it is like you know alex bowman had a choice and he chose to do you know do the six car that was pretty pretty special and and uh you know moffitt brett moffitt uh doing the rookie of the year car in 1982, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty crazy as well.
5: Does it make you feel good to hear the respect that these, a lot of these young guys that, you know, were barely born at the time that guys like you and I were in our primes, that, that they remember you and respect you the way they do?
8: Yeah. You know, it, it, uh, it's pretty unbelievable. I mean, you know, I know that I had the opportunity in 1982 multiple times uh, at, uh, at functions, gatherings that uh, Tim Flock was at. And I kicked myself for not, you know, just being all over. Hey, man, you know, tell me about your racing back then. Tell me about racing with the monkey in the car, you know, and the the flap door. And, you know, all well, that. I, I mean, you know, he was such a character and he was so much fun, but I didn't probe into his racing and his background. And um, I, you know, I regret that uh, to this day. And I think it's, uh, it makes me appreciate more when young people do that today, when they do look back and, and uh, honor the, the uh, old timers that, that came before them. It, it means a lot to me now.
5: Do You have a favorite paint scheme from over the years. I know our friend Rusty Wallace always says Midnight. You know that black Miller Genuine Draft car with the gold lettering. Do you have one that sits especially close to your heart?
8: Well, Rusty liked that car because he won all those races with it. There's no telling how right. I many. He probably won a dozen races with Midnight. So uh, in his career, so that that was uh, um, that that was a special car for sure. But um, you know, I. I've always been partial to the 1997, 96, 97, uh, Valvoline paint scheme. Uh, but all the, all that red, white and blue six car stuff from 92 through 2000 was really special. And it's very iconic.
5: And not to be repetitive, but y- you've got the same motivation that Rusty does. You won a few races in that paint scheme over the years.
8: <laughs> yeah, that paint scheme did, uh, I was, I was talking about the car Rusty called Midnight. Uh, that paint scheme, he won—you know—probably won forty, won 30, or forty races in. So uh, it was pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, you know, we we were in our heyday in that red, white, and blue car for sure. That was uh, that was good times, and that's the that most fans today remember me for that era, from that era.
5: It hasn't always been easy to get you back to the racetrack. Not, not that, you know, a lot of us haven't asked and look forward to seeing you there, but it, it hasn't always been the easiest thing for you to do over the years, has it?
8: Well, you know, you know, I moved on, you know, um, and I'm a still a huge fan. I'm a fan like all the other fans, you know, out there. I'm, i I watch all the race, keep up with, keep with it, uh, up with it, but, you know I'm, I'm sort of outside the garage outside the shops I'm not uh, I'm not really an insider anymore just a fan and uh, you know life takes on a, a whole new chapter when you walk away from it and um, so that's uh, that's kind of what I'm doing
5: Will it be different this weekend? I mean, we'll have a, a lot of your peers there and, and throwback weekend being kind of the whole point of it all. Does that make it a little
8: easier? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I hadn't planned on coming and uh, just uh, couldn't pass it up. I mean, um, just the opportunity to to see all those, you know, all the people that I get to see and, and also see the paint schemes and all that stuff. It's just... Uh, Like I said, uh, three weeks ago, I hadn't planned on coming, but, uh, you know, just, I I just got fired up and, uh, here we go. That's
5: good. We'll take it. We'll take you by any means necessary. It's great to get you back out to the racetrack. So, okay. You say you've been watching, you've been keeping up. What have you thought of this new race car and the competition that it's brought at least so far this year?
8: You know, it's, uh, it's been good, man. The racing has been fantastic this year. Um, the cars uh, have raced well. Um, they're a challenge to drive. I like seeing that. Um, you know, we're seeing some things we hadn't seen in 25 years, you know, or, or so. Um, guys losing control of the race cars tells me that, uh, you know, you got to get a handful of that thing. And that's what I want to see. And the kind of racing that I want to see is, is happening on the racetrack this year. Um, I just really feel good about, you know, what's happening, what's going on in NASCAR.
6: Coming up, we hear part two of Dave's conversation with Mark Martin. And later, we preview all the special paint schemes you'll see on track this weekend.
4: This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home.
2: nascar live is brought to you by blue emu maximum pain relief the official pain relief cream of the motor racing network blue emu is family owned and manufactured here in america it works fast and you won't stink now back to mike bagley
6: welcome back to nascar live it's time for part two of dave moody's sit down with mark martin
5: as a racer you know as well as anybody you tell these guys that it's going to be more up to you, that it's going to be less car, more driver. Every single one of them think that's in their favor, right? Everybody thinks that if it just comes down to who the best driver is going to be, I'm going to go to victory lane.
8: Well, yeah, that's what you, 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 gotta have that kind of confidence. You gotta believe in it. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I see the, you know, the drivers pushing the limits and getting bit once in a while here. That's what it's all about. I, Honestly, I don't know if it's three years or four, last four years or last three years. The cars have gotten, the cars had gotten too easy to save. You know, uh, I'm not going to say they got too easy to drive because I'll tell you this, when you drive a car faster than it will go, it's always hard. But, and, and so, you know, anybody that's trying their guts out, know you know they're, they you know, they're, they're hard to drive and, and, and having being challenged but um, you know the race cars really got you know to the point where you really you know didn't didn't often see them spin them out or lose control of them and uh, I think the fans want to see some of that they want to not only they want to see drivers and uh, driver skills on display but they want to see you know somebody try so hard that it it reaches out and bites them
5: and failing every once in a while gets the people out of their seats right if it looks easy you know that i always joke that that's why cutting the grass isn't a spectator sport because anybody can do it
8: yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that's why you don't want anybody to be able to do it that's for sure
5: what do you need to think of some of the new venues that we're going to now? We raced around a football field a couple of months ago. There's talk about maybe street racing somewhere in our future. We're going to new places like Road America. It's kind of neat to see some of these new venues, isn't it?
8: It really is. Uh, you know, I, I was surprised at what a great event the, you know, the Coliseum turned out to be in L.A. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was a great move, and I thought it set the tone for this year. Uh, you know, everything, the tone is, is really in an upward progression right now in NASCAR. And uh, I, think that, I think that set the tone for, for the rest of the year, and I like what I'm seeing. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I enjoyed seeing the challenge of the dirt track at Bristol. Um, I think that uh, they did a great job on the racetrack, and the preparation was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, it could have been not so great, but they did such a great job with the, with the racetrack that uh, they were able to, to have a great race. I thought it was fantastic. And, uh, you know, I love it. I, love, I, I actually went to Coda and got to watch them race there. Thought that was a fantastic place. And I'd been there once to see the F1 cars race, but to be able to race a NASCAR stock car on that place is really special. And, uh, I think that's, uh, that's a great venue and going to, you know, going to Wisconsin is going to be fantastic. Uh, love that racetrack. Uh, you know, the Xfinity cars have been putting on a great show there forever. And, uh, I, I like what's going on right now.
5: It's nice to see that you're still energized about it. I know, and, and you and I have had this conversation before that, that you felt like walking away, you had to stay away because if you didn't have a helmet and the car to climb into, that, that it wouldn't be the same. But I'm glad we've been able to keep your interest and entice you back to the racetrack every once in a while.
8: Well, I've had fun. You know, I've, I've been to two already this year. So that was, uh, I had a good time at both of them, big time, both of them. And expecting to have a big time at Darlington for sure.
5: So, for the record, when people ask, "What are you doing now to keep yourself busy and keep your days full?" Cool? I, I mean, it, we know that you've got the cleanest motorhome in the world, but other than that, what what's got your interest these days?
8: A lot of things have, you know, have me looking, but I'm not I'm not sucked into anything deep right now. You know, I've been uh, I've been uh, hitting the gym hard, and that's uh, a, a, a picture of my life, um, and. You know, family is important. Uh, some friends, some traveling, um, keeping my stuff organized. Mister um, Fix It. You know, I, I fix a lot of stuff, and I I mess up a lot of stuff, and that keeps me really busy. I'm an expert at at uh, messing things up, and uh, and I'm pretty good at fixing them because I've got a lot of experience.
5: So, so it's like a nice circle you break it you fix it
8: so you can break it again yeah I break it and I didn't mean to and didn't want to work on it but now I work on it and I fix it and while I'm do- just about finishing that up i I break something else and or something else doesn't work or you know it's amazing how many things you know I used to have any men and you know be able to hire people to do and now I have to do it all myself. I want to do it all myself, you know, because that's what I do. So uh, I'm always fixing something.
5: As my dad said, when he retired, I'm not doing much, but I'm doing it full time.
8: <laughs> exactly. That's right.
5: Good way to be. Well, it's great to touch base with you. Look forward to seeing you this weekend at the track. Too tough, the to tame Hopefully mother nature takes good care of us and we'll have a great weekend.
8: Looking forward to it. Can't wait. Thanks,
6: Dave. Coming up, we run through all the classic paint schemes you'll see on track this weekend
2: in Darlington. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Kyle Rickey.
6: Welcome back to NASCAR Live throwback weekend has become an annual tradition in sports and one of the favorites of fans and competitors alike the big reason nostalgia drivers in all three series this weekend will be sporting paint schemes that honor some of their heroes and in some cases throwbacks to one of their own classic cars kurt becker has more
9: The cars on the track this weekend at the Darlington Raceway will have a different look. That's because the majority of the teams will take part in the annual throwback festivities at the track Too Tough to Tame and honor the stars of yesteryear. With no specific theme this year, teams will have free reign to choose from any NASCAR time period. One of the legendary drivers that will be honored is Hall of Famer Mark Martin and among the drivers who will be honoring him is Alex Bowman. The 48 car will be throwing back to the classic red, white, and blue valvoline colors that Martin took to Victory Lane at Darlington in 1993.
3: By far the dominant car all day. Mark Martin half a lap from Victory Lane now one more time to turn number three. Martin hangs the hard left turn, gets back on the throttle. He's on his way off of turn four with the checkers in
0: sight. He has waited all day after a three-hour rain delay at 7.30 Eastern time in the evening. Mark Martin makes it four wins in a row. Bowman isn't the only driver
9: honoring Martin, as Brad Keselowski will do the same in the number six car, but with a different look from a different era. Keselowski will throw back to 2004 with a paint scheme that Martin drove to victory lane at Dover. Martin looking kind of comfortable here coming down to the line as he
0: sees the signal
9: of five laps to go. Separation from first to second just over a half second. Keselowski's teammate Chris Busher will also be throwing back to the great Roush Fenway stable from 2004. He will be honoring Hall of Fame finalist Matt Kenseth in a classic black and yellow number 17 Ford.
5: The DeWalt Ford, he is there off turn number two. It is Matt Kenseth, Casey Kane, Jamie McMurray now nose to tail.
9: One of the candidates for the best scheme on throwback weekend is always the 24 car. There are many classic looks from which to choose that honor Jeff Gordon. This year, William Byron is throwing back to the flame design that Gordon raced to six victories back in 2007. Jeff Gordon hit in the back of the pack all afternoon, and now he leads, but can he stay there? Off turn number four, into the triumph. He has the top spot, but down to the inside of the track goes Jimmy Johnson. Gordon's going to take the win in the UAW Ford 500. With a number of second-generation drivers now in the sport, it is always admirable to see sons honoring their fathers. That will be the case this year as Harrison Burton will carry the white and purple scheme that his dad, Jeff Burton, ran in the year 2000.
3: Jeff Burton wins at Daytona. He takes the 42nd Pepsi 400
9: by just a couple of feet over Dale Jarrett. With the open theme this year, some drivers are taking the opportunity to throw back to some of their own historic schemes. That is the case for two Joe Gibbs racing teammates. Denny Hamlin will drive the FedEx Toyota in the same colors as his 2016 Daytona 500 victory, while Christopher Bell will throw back to his 2017 NASCAR Truck Series championship.
0: But here comes Hamlin, storming up the outside of the racetrack for second. And that
6: outside lane up
10: to the second spot, led by Denny Hamlin. Throws the block, does Matt Kenseth, he's out of shape. Here comes Martin Truex Jr. to the bottom. Checkered flag waving at the start finish line. Who will get there first? It's Truex on the inside, Hamlin on the outside and too close to call. Denny Hamlin showing up as the race winner. And a first NASCAR championship for Christopher Bell, who
9: takes the title for the 2017 NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. One of the most significant aspects of throwback weekend occurs when teams pay homage to memories of a sentimental nature. That is the case with Cole Custer this weekend. He's throwing back to 2004 when Jason Leffler scored the first ever NASCAR victory for Haas CNC Racing in an Xfinity Series race at Nashville Super Speedway.
11: Jason Leffler comes to the checkered flag here at the Nashville Super Speedway, and this racetrack just continues to amaze. The
9: 90s won't be left out this year either, thanks to the Bush brothers. Kyle Bush will drive the classic Ernie Irvin M&M scheme from 1998, while brother Kurt will pilot Bill Elliott's red and white McDonald's livery from 1996. Up front, here's Mark Martin trying to pull even with race leader Ernie Irvin once again. And again, he fails at doing that. He'll tuck himself back in line. Ernie Irvin's multicolored Pontiac has the lead at the end of the back straightaway with Mark Martin's Ford just behind his back bumper. Then Jeff
3: Gordon. Bill Elliott is the 12th different driver to lead the 38th Daytona 500. Elliott flashes across the start-finish line to complete the 114th lap of the 200 that make up the race.
9: With so many legends of the past and present being honored, it is certain to be a special weekend at the Darlington Raceway.
6: So what is your favorite paint scheme on track this weekend? Let us know all weekend long at MRN Radio on social media. Speaking of social media and classic races at Darlington, social media was a buzz when NASCAR returned to Darlington Raceway after a 10-week hiatus because of the COVID-19 pandemic. In honor of throwback week, let's throw it back to that race now in 2020 that will always be a memorable day for the sport. No more welcome sight in the world of sports or sound right now than the one we're
5: hearing down from trackside as Brad Keselowski, Alex Bowman, will lead this field out onto the high banks of Darlington Raceway. What's going down there, guys? Appreciate you. There's
10: a lot going on, and uh, we're proud of the effort we so far. Glad to get back going. Do it right. I'll do my best for you, guys with you. Thank you, everybody. Yes, sir. Let's have some fun today. A little bit different, but we'll just do what we got to do here. So
3: Green flag goes in the air, and the NASCAR Cup Series is reopened. The field thunders off to
11: turn number one. Brad Keslowski leads. Trouble off from turn number two. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. gets crossed up. Slams the inside wall. Now slides back up the racetrack. Caution, 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 caution. Middle of the back straightaway. Middle of the track, back down.
12: And we've got Chase Elliott in, Brad Keslowski, Ryan Blaney, Kevin Harvick. Kevin had a pretty bad vibration on lap 14, but Rodney assured him they had torqued the tires right, elected to continue to stay out until this competition cautioned. Yeah, the
0: vibration went away, and the alternator started working, so.
3: That's all a good thing. Challenge for the race lead. It's Alex Bowman opening up the inside lane. We're still too tight. Uh, I'm trying to take care of it. We got like 80% of it. Just need that last little bit. Yeah, tough one. They split Sorensen
5: midway between three and four. Johnson to the lead. Bowman to the bottom. Johnson blocks. Bowman to the top. They are going at it for the win here in segment one. Well, how
10: about new leader? 48. Clear by three. Eight to go. Jimmy
5: Johnson spins off turn number two, slides into the inside wall down the backstretch.
11: Jimmy Johnson bounces off the inside wall. The car's sitting right in the middle of the backstretch. Now he tries to refire the race car. God dang it! I am so sorry, guys.
5: You all right, man? Get it fired up and bring it here if you can. Can you get it fired? We're rolling straight to the road. It's over. I'm hitting the car still. It won't roll. And it's leaking oil. Yeah, 10 four. We'll let the medical squad come get you. You should have a mask in your door, I believe. If not, they know the protocol. I don't want a single person on this team to get down on what just happened today. 10 four. We just came here and, with no practice, drove to the lead and we about won the first stage. We've got a great race car, so don't you dare get stay down right now, boys. You hear me? 10 4 from up here. Yeah, guess what? We'll be back in two days.
11: Byron gets into the wall. He slaps it very, very hard to the right side. In fact, he slapped a lot of damage to the right side of William Byron's coming. Had a flat tire or
6: something.
5: It was vibrating and then it just went into
4: three. I think we had
5: a loose wheel. On the other side of the performance coin right now is Kyle Bush After being a factor in the early going, he has plummeted here since the restart.
0: I don't know what I need to go faster to fire off here. Yellow's out. I don't, it won't go. Like I get
3: trapped on the bottom and then when I get to the top, it just don't go anyways. I've been way too many bad situations where I get my air dicked up, and then I lose my momentum, and then I get past. But even when I'm going, fine. It ain't going. It's like, I can't run it back down at all. Christopher Bell goes for a spin, makes slight contact with the left front corner, of the red, white, and black ream
10: Toyota. Yeah, we'll get caught up. We'll get caught up. Make sure the tire don't come apart. Just get caught
8: up here. Just stay down in the middle here so I can see the right front. It's going to be open next time by here. The is up. Looks like the uh, right front is flat there.
5: Not a good pit stop for Kevin Harvick. He came to pit road number one. He exits in the eighth position. Guys, to shake it off. Been flawless all day. Gonna have that every now and then. Got a long way to go here. Here they come. Final time off. Turn number four. Green and white checkered flag will fly. Second stage win of the 2020 campaign. Brad Keselowski takes it. Make sure you see your flag here.
3: Nice job, Picker. Back at Darlington Raceway, the Money Lion caution is on the speedway for the 10th time today for a problem in front of Dylan Welch. And it was Ryan
5: Newman, it was just kind of a long, lazy half-spin, he never really came all the way around, but uh, was definitely off the pace and, and was kind of right in the middle of the racetrack. Yes, guess that's the right rear flat.
0: take car just picked up the floor behind him, middle one and two. Do you want
5: to come in and put a right toward this time? Or is it uh, tearing up a crush panel? No, it's not yet. It's not shredded nothing yet. I'll just keep running.
3: Up off turn number four. Clean racetrack out of the windshield. Shannon Bednarik puts the checkered flag in the air and Kevin Harvick wins the Real Heroes 400 at Darlington Raceway. And that'll do it.
0: Hell yeah, boys! Great job! Great car! Thank you, guys. Awesome job! Awesome, awesome, awesome!
5: Great job, buddy. Appreciate all your effort. Man, you guys are awesome. A lot of fun to come to the racetrack for y'all,
3: and
5: uh, take care of it here for me. Just in case you want to bring this thing back on Wednesday. Simple. congrats, man. Fifty wins in this deal is, you know, it's incredible. It's be
6: awesome. I will never forget that day. That is for sure. Kevin Harvick won on that evening, but recently youth has been dominating the sport. Coming up, Steve Post digs deeper into the youth movement. And later, we hear what drivers are expecting in Darlington this weekend.
2: This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Kyle Rickey.
6: Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Darlington Raceway typically favors the veterans of the sport. But lately, a youth movement has been dominating Victory Lane. Steve Post digs deeper into the youth of NASCAR Nation.
0: Martin Truex Jr. around on the back straightaway as Chase Elliott rockets up out of turn number four and will win at Dover. Chase Elliott is a two-time winner at the Monster Mile taking
11: the Duramax Dryden 400. For the first time in a long time, youth seems to be outperforming the veterans in the NASCAR garage.
3: Checkered flag in the air and Kyle Larson wins the Wise Power 400. Larson, the winner in his home state the Golden State Golden Boy is headed back to Ruoff Mortgage Victory Lane. Find
10: the clock for William Byron off four and he will win tonight at Martinsville, career win number four for Willie B as he holds off Joey Logano, Austin, Dylan, Ryan, Blaney and Kurt Busch. Eric Jones is out front by a car length, but Will Larson's run last. Here they come racing to the tri And
3: Kurt Busch is in the middle lane. They're crashing behind him. Kurt Busch hard into the outside wall. Bubba Wallace into the wall, steaming to the line. Ross Chastain will win the Geico 500. Ross Chastain avoided a couple of crashes coming to the line. He picks up the win in the Geico 500. Guarantee you, Briscoe's not looking in the rearview mirror. He's looking up ahead, and he sees clear racetrack. He takes it up high through turns
0: one and two. He'll lead the field down the back straightaway.
6: Battle for second, still side by
10: side. It's allowing the race leader to break away. Chase Briscoe leads into turn three for the final time in Phoenix. Mistake free and a day he will never forget. Off four, final time. Checkered flag is out. Career win number one for Chase Briscoe.
11: Austin Sindrick won the Daytona 500. William Byron has won twice. Ross Chastain has won twice. Chase Briscoe, Kyle Larson, and Alex Bowman have all captured victories. What do they have in common? They are all under the age of 30. Two of them are rookies. Five of them have won less than 10 times. While Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch have each scored a win, representing the experienced side of the sport, that side hasn't been dominating. In 2020, drivers over the age of 30, AKA the veterans of the sport, won 70% of the races. Kevin Harvick had nine wins along with Denny Hamlin, seven. In 2021, drivers 30 or younger won 61% of the races. Kyle Larson won 10 races, and while he's not considered a newbie to the sport because he's been around, he's 29. That's still
10: very young.
0: And one final shot for Martin Truex Jr.
11: to try to get to the back
10: bumper. Here they come for the final time as Larson leads to three. And here he comes now, absent a year ago. He's back now, and now he is a Cup Series champion in 2021. Kyle Larson across the line. He will win in Phoenix, and Kyle Larson is your 2021 NASCAR Cup Series champion. The field has been getting younger for the last several seasons. Veterans of the
11: sport have retired, it seems like one every year, and that makes room for rookies who are entering the Cup Series younger than any other racing generation before them. In 1992, the year Kyle Larson, Alex Bowman, and Ross Chastain were born, no drivers younger than 28 ran full-time. Each of those drivers are 29 currently and have been racing full-time for more
10: than a handful of years. Here comes Brad Keselowski topside, but it's the rookie that leads saw for A whole bunch of Fords at the front of the field, and here they come. Cindric trying to squeeze Blaney into the fence, and at age 23, Austin Cindric has scored the Daytona 500 win. They crash further down after they cross the start-finish line. This year's Daytona 500 winner, Austin
11: Cindric, was born in 1998. The average age of the field that season was 38 years old. The average age of the field in 2021 was 30. That's a big advantage for the youth side. The NASCAR Cup Series is 11 races in, and the surprises keep coming. As the series prepares to tackle the Lady in Black, a track that favors experience, the veterans have a shot to take center stage back. But the youth of NASCAR Nation is going to put up a fight From what we've seen so far in
6: 2022. Thank you, Steve. Coming up, we preview this weekend's Goodyear 400 at Darlington. And later, it's
2: This Week in NASCAR History. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Kyle Rickey.
6: Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Winning at Darlington is a bucket list item of every driver. What is it going to take to tame the lady in black this weekend? Jason Toy has what drivers are saying.
1: After a Monday race at one of NASCAR's most physically grueling tracks, the Monster Mile Dover Motor Speedway, the NASCAR Cup Series now turns to another tough track. In fact, this track is affectionately known as the track too tough to tame. That's right. We're headed to Darlington Raceway for the first of two trips in 2022. Last year, the Lady in Black was dominated by Joe Gibbs Racing. Denny Hamlin took the checkered flag in the Southern 500, but this race last year was dominated by his Joe Gibbs Racing teammate, Martin Truex Jr.
0: Martin Truex Jr. to the top of the racetrack in turn three and he's headed for the main straightaway.
10: Dominating performance for Martin Truex Jr. off four final time checkered flag is out and for the second time in his career he has scored the win at the Darlington Raceway picking up the checkered flag in the Goodyear 400. Truex has done it for the third time already in 2021,
1: Martin Truex Jr. was in the headlines on and off the track this past weekend at Dover. On the track, he missed out on a top five finish after a last lap incident with Ross Chastain. While off the track, it was reported that the former champion has yet to decide if he will continue racing full time in 2023. With that said, Truex is enjoying the challenge of the new race car this season. He just wants to get to victory lane and he knows he has a great chance with tracks like Darlington coming up. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed it. I mean, I, I I love racing. I love working with my team. You know, working with my guys. That's always been you know the most satisfying part of of this job. Um, you know, working with with a group to you know try to be successful together. You know, that's been a lot of fun. So um, that's no different now. Hopefully, we can win soon. I mean, it's we've been uh, we've been you know it's been a decent year so far. I mean, we've been been okay. Um, you know, we've had a couple tough races, but that that was to be expected with this and you know we've got some good tracks coming up so if we can do our jobs well hopefully we can put ourselves in a a good position I don't know that we're the fastest car out there right now but uh, maybe we can find some stuff this weekend is a special one as well because it marks the return of the annual throwback tradition for NASCAR. Nearly every driver in the Cup Series will sport a paint scheme honoring one of the legends of the past. It was a special night in 2018 when Brad Keselowski went to Victory Lane sporting a classic Rusty Wallace scheme.
0: Brad Keselowski off turn two for the final time looking to win the Southern 500. Fans are waving their hats and waving him on to Victory Lane. Here's Brad Keselowski for the final time off the end of the back straightaway about to give Team Penske. A one two punch here at the track, too tough to tame. They're racing a 29 race winless streak. Brad Kezlowski gets it done at the track, too tough to tame.
9: He
1: tames Darlington. This weekend, Kezlowski will be honoring a different legend in Mark Martin. That adds some extra significance for Kezlowski, and he says he is always honored to be a part of the sport on throwback weekend.
9: Yeah, Darlington's a great, great track, great weekend. Glad we're still, you know, making that happen there's a lot of pieces moving and it's not always easy to make it happen but i'm glad we are uh you know i've got some special things going on with mark martin and it's kind of a throwback to him and i'm excited about that i think mark's going to get a lot of love with different cars uh, this throwback weekend so happy for him and happy to be a part of that and, and honoring him uh but uh, it, it's a great initiative um I'm, I'm really proud of nascar for making it happen
1: and uh um, one i'm excited to, to be a part of in, in Darlington here in the next few weeks Another driver that'll be sporting a Martin throwback this weekend is Hendrick Motorsports Alex Bowman. Martin was always an example of consistency, and while Bowman got the victory lane four times last year, that wasn't his team's strength. This year Bowman is pleased with his more Martin-like year. Yeah, I feel like that's been a knock on us, but like at times
3: we've been really consistent. Like the end of 20 we were really really strong. Last year definitely we were less consistent than we wanted to be and Feel like we've we've been good so far this year. So we've had some races like Martinsville, we struggled. Um, it was probably the worst we've been. And other than that, just had some things out of our control um, at a couple. But but yeah, I think we've done a good job of adapting to the next gen car. It's really interesting coming to a lot of these racetracks, not really knowing what to expect, and like the setup is almost a guess. You know, it's it's completely based off simulation and hoping that we
1: get it right and um, you know, you really can't change much once once you're here, so. Bowman's teammate Chase Elliott became the final Hendrick driver to win in 2022 with a win at Dover. Elliott has been the points leader for multiple races, but many wondered if he was growing frustrated after seeing all of his teammates collect checkered flags. Elliott claims that that was mostly noise, as his hunger to win is always strong.
3: There's a lot of noise, and, and you know, I understand you guys are doing your jobs, and, and I respect that. Um, but at the end of the day, like, i want to win just as bad you know at daytona at the start of the season when no one has any stickers on their cars just as bad as i do when we get to phoenix you know at the end of the season regardless of what has gone on so you know look my my drive to win and my drive to do my job to the best of my ability doesn't change whether we are struggling whether we are doing very good whether i'm in a contract here whether i'm not whether my teammates have won and i haven't like those circumstances are fine and cool and great um, but I want to do my job to the very best of my ability all the time no matter what no matter the track no matter the circumstance always
1: will that hunger to win combined with some momentum lead to back-to-back wins for the 19 find out Sunday when MRN presents flag-to-flag coverage of the Goodyear 400 starting at two thirty p.m Eastern
6: coming up we wrap things up with this week in NASCAR history
2: this is NASCAR Live now back to Kyle Ricky
6: welcome back to NASCAR Live it's that time again time for this week in NASCAR history Susie Armstrong takes it away
12: thanks Kyle let's throw back to 1982. Electronica master Vangelis felt the love from the Academy Award-winning Chariots of Fire soundtrack as the cerebral melody ascended to number one. Former sportscaster President Ronald Reagan signed on the air from the Oval Office, launching a series of five-minute broadcasts. And Darrell Waltrip tuned out Benny Parsons and Terry Labonte driving the Junior Johnson Mountain Dew Buick to Victory Lane in the Winston 500 at Talladega Super Speedway.
0: Time to show what you got. Benny Parsons on the bottom of the racetrack trying to keep the passing groove full, but Daryl Waltrip makes his move on the outside. Waltrip is high and so is Labonte. As they come into turn three, it's decision time. Waltrip into the lead. Parsons on the low side is side by side with Labonte. Waltrip has driven to the front and now side by side is the battle for second spot. Petty is in a box back and forth. Waltrip
1: will lead him toward the stripe. Photo finish camera is in position. Waltrip leads him to the line. Labonte is second. Parsons. Pounding back on the inside against Kyle Petty. It will be Waltrip to win the Winston 500. Terry Labonte will finish second.
11: 1997,
12: the notorious B.I.G. compelled millions to consider life after death with the mega hit Hypnotize. The new Labour Party gets the nod in the UK as Tony Blair wins the general election, becoming Prime Minister under Elizabeth II. Mike Myers and Elizabeth Hurley fight Dr. Evil in Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery. And Mark Martin let his road racing secrets be known, driving to the wind in the Save Mart Supermarkets 300 at Sears Point Raceway.
7: You see, sometimes your words just hypnotize me, and I just love your flashy ways, I guess that's why they're broken, you're so beautiful.
0: Gordon is the closest he's been for a while. Now Martin's car bobbles off of turn number 10. Downshifting, Gordon trying the outside, lane, hard on the brakes. Now Gordon trying to make an outside run. Martin's glued down low. Now Gordon tries to come back to the inside.
3: He will not have enough strength to get up alongside, and Mark Martin is going to come to the checkered flag and win the Save Mart 300, his first
12: victory of 1997. Two thousand two, singer songwriter Ashanti debuted at the top of the charts with the R and B hit "Foolish." Toby McGuire exploits Peter Parker's superhuman abilities as Spider-Man premiered in theaters. Innovator Elon Musk launched his dream to conquer the unknown, founding the fledgling SpaceX. And Tony Stewart hit the afterburners at Richmond Raceway, rocketing to victory lane in the Pontiac Excitement Four Hundred.
0: Harvick pulls down to the inside. We'll let Tony Stewart go. He is pulling away from the field. Tony Stewart comes off the end of the back stretch all by himself, looking for the checker flag.
3: The Home Depot Pontiac comes to the line and
9: will win the Pontiac Excitement 400 at Richmond. His 14th career Winston
12: Cup win, his second of the 2002 season. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history.
6: And that'll do it for this week's edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Big thanks to Mark Martin for taking some time to join us over the weekend. And it's going to be a busy weekend indeed as the entire Motor Racing Network crew heads to the Darlington Raceway in South Carolina for Throwback Weekend and this Sunday's running of the Goodyear 400. For everybody at the Motor Racing Network, I'm Kyle Rickey. We'll talk to you
2: again next week here on NASCAR Live. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and was brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of NASCAR. It works fast and you won't stink. And by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Wesselman, Julian Council, and Trey Downing. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all of the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts and descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.
12: Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you wanna keep things moving.